0: So when you get married, uh, you've been taught how to cook. You've been asked, uh, do you know how to take care of the house? How to manage the finances? But does anyone say or ask you, okay, do you know anything about the sex? Isn't that a part of a marriage that comes along with it? No, there is no book or there is no guidance that has been given by the Indian mothers or parents or anyone. So what are the guidance or the education that the kids take? They take it from their friends or probably the porn movies or the internet, which by themselves don't have the knowledge. It's all the half-baked ones and the expectations. And, and it's not that the sex is not a part of a marriage. Of course, it's a part of a marriage. To make your marriage run smoothly, a physical need is definitely
1: needed by both the partners. Welcome to Intensify Humanity Podcast. We bring the stories of ordinary human beings with extraordinary journeys. They have been grinded through life in terms of extreme challenges, guilt, shame and things people cannot even imagine. All because they made a choice or decision in life. They are literally not just inspiring but intensifying humanity through unconventional ways to such an extent that other human beings are inspired and pushed to live to their highest potential in life. I, Sundata Sarkar, your host today, will bring about the story of one such human being. I hope you find this episode inspirational. Even in today's world, when you talk about sex, there are eyebrows raising around. Then just imagine what happens when a woman goes out and starts talking about male condoms. This woman suffered a lot in terms of health due to the toxicity of the general available condoms. However, it was not easy for her to convince her husband, family and at large the society why the health of women is so important, although the condoms are used by men. Komal Balwa founded the Blue Condoms Company, which produces paraben and nitrosamines carcinogenic-free, non-toxic male condoms. In this endeavor for the health and safety of women, she faced a lot of challenges which could have easily stopped her from her mission. However, she did not give up and now she's intensifying humanity in this world with this awareness and helping people to become more conscious about what they use and health. Hi Komal, welcome to Intensify Humanity podcast and I am so glad to have a conversation with you today here. Thank you, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you. So, Akumal, I want to first ask you you have been doing tremendous work in this particular domain. And people who don't know you will soon realize what kind of challenges you have faced and what kind of unconventional domain you have taken up in spite of all the obstacles and hardships over there, which is not normal in a country like India, especially for a woman. So, firstly, I want to congratulate you on your success, which came after a lot of challenges, I'm sure. And secondly, you took a really bold step, uh, like, you know, on behalf of all the women out there. So thank you for that. I think
0: uh, it was much needed step. As what I personally feel, it was much of a needed step. Someone had to stand up because enough of it that we have heard that how to please a man. And how we should be just uh, thinking about that man needs it. Yeah. So it is a time that now let's think about the woman equality in a true sense.
1: Really very, very crucial and essential, which we never focus on. Yeah. Right. So, Komal, my first question to you is, you have been working in this domain, which is highly considered as a stigma and also taboo in our society, especially for a woman. What was the reason behind this to start on this journey? And how did you actually get started and when?
0: So those of you uh, who don't know me, I am a founder of a condom company, Latex Condom Company, known as Blue. And we specialize into non toxic and paraben free and uh, nitrosamine uh, undetected nitrosamine free uh, condoms, which will not cause any kind of an irritation and itching inside a woman's vagina. In brief, this was what the reason why I got into this journey. I was a silent sufferer for a very good part of my life, and uh, so I used to just simply ignore it from the day one. I think when we, uh, after my marriage. we I have been facing this issue of uh, using a regular condom and having an after effects of uh, itching, irritations, and burning sensations. That next day, when even if I'm going for a pee, it used to burn a lot. And as a normal Indian woman, I just simply ignored it for a very good period of my time until and unless probably one day when the gynecologist said to me that. You should just go and have a baby. That's the solution. Why are you using a condom? Who's asking you to use that? Or just once you're done. So I was like, okay, what about once I'm done with the baby? Because I can't have a I keep on having a baby every ninth month to find a solution. Then she was like, just get a go for the birth control pill or probably into IUD.
1: Um, that was what the answer given by the gynecologist. Yeah,
0: because we were doing to and fro a lot of time and she was persistent about uh, that you should use a birth control pill. And I was like, I will not, I will not give up the condom and neither I'll go without a condom because I don't want to baby. at that point of time. I didn't want it, a child. I had some more of my career aspirations and everything and, uh, having a birth control pill was like playing with my hormonal imbalances and my body, which I was not prepared at
1: all for. Yes. So I was just wanting to ask that questions. I heard like birth control p- pills have much more side effects on a woman's body than any other thing. Exactly. So how, like she, that gynecologist recommending you, even knowing the side effects is really surprising and, in fact, shocking.
0: Uh, no, I would not say it's one by gynecologist in particular. Even if you see on the Indian government ad, uh, very recently I found Vidya Balan promoting it uh, that there's no harm taking a birth control pill, and that's a sponsored ad by the Indian government. Uh, it comes on all the channels, national channels. I've seen it a couple of times, and I was like, uh, I was pretty shocked that. Why are they promoting a birth control pill? Of course, they want to control the population. That's true. But why not control it in the right manner? And why not speak about or educate our adolescent about the condoms rather than just make it as a hush-hush topic? That that's a very
1: important point you pointed out. out. Yeah.
0: So, and most of the gynecologists, it was just not one gynecologist that I visited it. Probably one of them just was the tip that just tried me that, now I'm done. Need to find a solution for it. But I visited a couple of gynecologists in a couple of the states that where my home state being Calcutta and the Hyderabad, the state where I'm married into, the city that I'm married up into. I've tried a lot of gynecologists and
1: I've failed. They all promote birth control pills. That's really surprising even though you said that you had problems, hormonal disbalances and all those things still. And that's why, which brings me to the next question that since you founded a condom company all by yourself after your own experience, I'm sure you might have faced infinite number of challenges, but what is that thing that kept you going? And what are the challenges that you faced?
0: So I can say I had challenges convincing my husband that the problem that I'm facing is not a problem faced by a single woman on this earth. Because after meeting all the gynecologists, he was pretty convinced that I'm the only woman who is sensitive enough to have certain issues of itching and irritation after using a condom. That was one of a challenge. Convincing my family that, okay, I really want to get into a condom selling company and being a woman... It was kind of a difficult thing, convincing the society wherein the people would or my friends would like snub at me and say, what the hell are you doing? Why are you getting into such a nuisance of a condom stuff? Can't you think of something else or probably a sanitary pad for heaven's sake? Don't embarrass us. At least not the secondhand embarrassment. Or uh, hearing it from uh, like, this was one of an episode which I can probably never forget in my lifetime. So I came back, I was there in a party and I was just talking about, I was in the, re- in the niche, uh, initial stage of uh, launching, uh, registering the company after doing research and everything. So I was in the initial stage of registering the company when I, me- I met a woman in the party and she asked me, okay, what are you doing? And I explained her that I'm planning to register the company and uh, get into the startup for the woman for condoms where the women suffer with the irritation and itching and I want to find her. I want to have them a solution and let them be empowered to make a choice and that woman came up and uh, she said to me don't you have a girl I said yes of course I do by the way I'm a mother of two kids I have a daughter and I have a son so I was like okay I do have a girl and she was like aren't you thinking that you're going to spoil the society in the first hand by talking about the condoms and then spoiling your girl's life like you your daughter who's just eight or seven year old will be exposed to such a thing at a young age you woman like you don't have any kind of a sense and that's one incident because I left the party I was in tears and I took a cab and I was just in the tears crying and crying and called my husband like please come and pick me up I think something is shaken beneath my floor legs and I can't really come back home on my own again. So this is one incident that because if you bring anything on me, I'm ready to take it. Yeah, but dragging up the kids for these things is something which I was not prepared about that to what level a woman will pull down another woman when I'm trying to find a solution only for women.
1: So what do you think is the fundamental root cause of this kind of thinking? even in women? Uh, for me, I think it's all about the
0: hush-hushness that we do it. Of course, if there's not sex happening behind the closed door, the population wouldn't have shooted up to be second largest in the country.
1: Exactly. In the so, world. So, so, so sorry, second largest in the world. Second largest population in the world. Yeah. And still people stop just shut down everybody when the topic of sex comes up and when the topic of the health of the woman involved is coming up.
0: I think, yeah, the health of the woman has also been always been ignored because we women have always been, as a society, taught about to take care of our family, our husbands, our kids and just ignore our own health.
1: So it's so could you always, it as ignorance or the conditioning? for so long in the society? Yeah. Uh, I would
0: say conditioning, not ignorance. Yeah. We've been conditioned to grow up like that. Uh, Grandmothers and mothers and us. And I hope we won't condition our kids, our next generation like this. But yeah, that's what has been happening. So even if there is like a regular day, if you see, there is a food that's A normal food that's been prepared. Our lady in the house generally makes sure that her husband and kids have eaten or have taken the first serving, then she would be taking the last or the leftover serving, which is not needed to. Why should it be like that? But yeah, that's how we've been conditioned as a society, it could be one of the reason for uh, uh, not talking or taking care of the woman's health. And Of course, the taboo topic where we are just hushed. even if you see ads coming up or anyone talking about safe sex or anything related to sexual health, even on a TV, we generally just switch off the channel. We're not ready to hear that information. If it's on a radio or anywhere it's broadcasted, we're not even open enough to grasp that information. How are we going to change that into the society? How are you going to bring that change into this society?
1: Absolutely. And the most sad part is when everything is evolving. Actually, human beings are still primal in nature. Only technology has evolved. Yeah. In practical sense. Absolutely. Your concept is definitely not accepted by the society at large. Forget society, even in your own home at the beginning. So how did you finally manage to make things happen, like getting the people, getting the tests uh, of the materials done? How did you manage to get all these things in place and then start manufacturing it and finally marketing it ab- about it?
0: I could say uh, probably it's the, again the conditioning from birth, uh, from the childhood, like my father has always taught us, fail, stand up and run, fall fail, stand up, run. Fall, fail, stand up, run. So that's the conditioning that we've been raised as. So I have had a lot of uh, obstacles. I cannot say that it, it was an easy, smooth journey. But these obstacles were like a kind of condition that you have to tweak your ideas or probably tweak your path. And then you have to again find a way You fall in. That's all right. Next day morning, again, stand up with a new idea and a New path, but you have to go to and reach to your destination. You can't you have to keep your eye on the goal, which is a mountain on top, but you have to
1: find the road to it. So it's so strange and so ironical that on one side we have one conditioning with which we are brought up, that how women needs to behave, what they should talk and what they should not talk about. And on other side, the conditioning which actually changed our lives. So, yes, you brought brought a very, very important point that if the parents of this generation teach their children what is actually needed to be done and what is practical, what, a, what is stigma, what is taboo, what needs to be heard, what needs to be not heard. So I think we will, you know, help a new generation to grow into a very responsible and Not just responsible, very mature set of people, set of community at large. Absolutely.
0: No one is saying that you ask them to go and have sex at the age of 16. Exactly. But at least make them aware that, so when you get married, uh, you've been taught how to cook, you've been asked, uh, do you know how to take care of the house, how to manage the finances. But does anyone say or ask you, okay, do you know anything about the sex? Isn't that a part of a marriage that comes along with it? No, there is no book or there is no guidance that has been given by the Indian mothers or parents or anyone. So what are the guidance or the education that the kids take? They take it from their friends or probably the porn movies or the internet, which by themselves don't have the knowledge. It's all the half-baked ones and the expectations and, and it's not that the sex is not a part of a marriage, of course it's a part of a marriage. To make your marriage run smoothly, a physical need is definitely needed by both the partners. But for that, you've been just left loose. It's good if our next generation, if we as parents do educate, no one is asking to go into the deeper. Of course, when you teach about the cooking and all, you don't go into deeper and teach every recipe at the moment. But you teach the child the basic, you teach the child about the basic about how to behave into the society. Why not teach the child about the basic, about what is expected when they have their first relationships or physical, first physical relationships? This is not something too much. There are various kinds of books. There are various kinds of animated uh, stories available for age suited characters and age suited uh, content so it is not about and plus there are so much of these dirt that's lurking outside if we have the knowledge we can definitely even save the kids from those kind of harassment about what is happening around which for which we do read about it every day in the paper there's not a single day in the newspaper where you don't read a news about rape or any of these abuses so i personally feel that there's no harm in talking about it with the
1: age-appropriate content. Absolutely. 100% agree to this. The more awareness, the right form of awareness reaches people, especially the kids, then we will have a much more safe and secure society.
0: Yeah, because India, again, if we don't know or not, because now the government has, I think, really reduced uh, their spending on the HIV. We are, again, the second largest HIV-infected uh, community we are not meant to be why should it it's just because there's no awareness what's the percentage of the condom that's been used in india it's 5.95 percent
1: that's an alarming rate given the population of india
0: yeah so people associate the condom just to the uh, like okay i will not if i'm going uh, with a PROS or anything, then I should be using. But that's not the reason. The correct reason has to be explained. We have so much of HIV uh, incidences, so many of these infections and everything that a woman body goes into it. An abortion, which because of the traditional methods or the pull-out methods that the people use, the abortion rate is so high. IUD is something, again, which we really don't need because we are an animic, again, women in India are mostly animic. IUD increases the uh, period blood discharge. So and hormonal imbalances, of course, there cause of the birth control pills. But are we talking about it in a constructed and aware form? No. When we talk about it, we just talk about it in a distorted form. Exactly. And we talk about it in a hush-hush way, in a way that uh, like, if you see on the YouTube or anything, how do people go and ask for a condom? And that's the sign language. What is it? Why can't we
1: proudly say
0: that? And if you
1: see any girl going and taking a condom packet, then it becomes like a big eyebrow raise or exactly. some, something like that. <laughs> that's completely, totally expected from people who are standing in the shop or me, maybe even in a re, uh, You know those uh, departmental is, stores. Yeah. So oh, that
0: girl could have been married and is taking it for her own safety. But the eyebrows raised would definitely have made her look like a
1: promiscuous woman, probably. Yeah, so it's the more we uh, discuss on this, if little bit, even 1% of the people get this form of awareness, men, women, both, then I hope little by little the world would be a different place for both men and especially women who really suffer from these kind of issues day in and day life absolutely right so which brings me to the next question it is a bit uh, uh, intense because I want to ask you actually the most painful and horrible remark, taunt, or any circumstances or situations you had to go through which you still remember when you were trying to build this base for your blue condoms.
0: Uh, I said it for the one of those. That
1: was the one. That
0: was the one. And then one which I really sometimes do laugh at around it so when I went to the manufacturer so of course we had to really find out who can make it for us i remember one of the man saying me madam kuch to jagah humlog ke liye bhi chhod do ladkon ka area hai ladkon ko rehne do aap ladkiyan har jagah aa rahe ho and i find it funny at times okay who says that you guys make sanitary pads for us we have never said that okay let us make the sanitary pads you make it And, like, you make it, you never care that it may hurt or whatever. So, now we are being bothered about the condoms just because it is affecting our body. And that's why. And
1: where is the condom used actually? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. This was really funny when you look back. But I'm sure that time must not have been that kind of funny time for you. You're right.
0: Yeah, yeah, There was a lot of things. Probably now when I'm looking back, I find it, uh, those incidents is funny. But when I was just going through that journey, uh, it was a very tough one. Initially, I used to cry almost every second day because I was abused, uh, verbally used to be abused. I think anyone would come and just say their words to me or give their peace of the mind to me. Uh So uh, yeah, uh, convincing everyone and even in the family, the family was not a very tough point to be convinced. uh, Luckily, I was uh, supported by my husband and my family, but then uh, the external families and everyone, it was a very tough challenge to talk about it. And finally, I had to just stand up and say, you know what? I don't care. I'm going on this path and I don't need your permission about it. I am going. You like it, you mean a not like it, but I don't need your permission for it, for that matter. So yeah, it was a tough even to uh, like, uh, for even small, small thing, because I was uh, like a kind of a house, uh, like a homemaker for a good six years. So go, uh, coming back into the industry, trying to learn things again and uh, learning. So and learning the old part, what I have le- uh, what I've been da- doing in the past, which had changed drastically, and learning the new ones, and how this specific condom industry operate was also something which was very challenging about. Uh, uh, everything was not kind of a... what would you say? a smooth cakewalk.: Yes, it was, it was a tough journey, but now when you look back, you think it's okay. You've made it, and you feel like patting
1: on your shoulder back. Yes, of course. There is no, you know, no one can now point out and say, "Key, why are you in this domain?" Yeah, right. So, why the name Blue? Uh, for the very simple
0: reason. So, when we started the company, uh, just a sec, just a sec. Enough to give me Okay. So, uh, when we started with this company, we just had two main things in mind is one was trust a person a woman should be able to trust the brand and uh, like trusted that this brand really cares about the body and second thing we wanted it to be a very simple and pronounceable one so that a person it should not be associated like any other brand where uh, it is just uh, male dominated or it's hinting at that okay how many uh, have you condoms have you used, rapavadi? how many uh, like the men they generally talk about like, Okay, I did 10 shots or whatever that nonsense is like, I lasted for two hours and whatever. So these were very certain things that we had pre notioned in our mind. So when hunting for the name blue, we, it came out that blue is in color therapy, the color blue stands for trust it's a color of the nature of the sky of the water so it's a trust color of trust and that's how we just got the name it's a german word blue and that's how we got it
1: okay so it's a very simple yet very deep meaning to it mm-hmm. yeah so uh, what is your next initiative
0: Once uh, we are there on the online, we would really like to get into the retail part so that we are able to reach to the customers who do need it, where right now it's likely they have to plan for their purchase. But that's definitely a very long journey right now. At this moment, it's just about creating an awareness and creating a platform where women can easily talk about the problems that they have and be with our uh, consultants and with our experts can get the solution for them. So any problem that a woman faces about, like we received one of a uh, from our, on our let's talk at the red dot We received one of the queries that whether they should be having a sex or a physical relationship during the periods or not, and what are its side effects. So we responded back. So we are really trying to create that kind of a platform where women is comfortable enough to discuss about these issues, which in India is difficult to do it outside.
1: That is a very important uh, platform that you have come up with. So can you tell the name where women can reach out and ask for help in that aspect?
0: so right now we are in the niche stage so we have not created any app or any uh, thing but we are t- getting the uh, so this was again it happened by chance one of the customers reached us uh, reached out to us and we started responding and that's how the chain has started so anyone who do wish to reach it out to us they can just send an email to us at let's talk at the rate bluecares.com
1: so, I'll just repeat for all our listeners. Let's talk L-E-T-S-T-A-L-K at, at the rate? B-L-E-U. B-L-E-U. Cares. C-A-R-E-S, C-A-R-E-S dot com.
0: D-A-R-E-S dot com.
1: D-A-R-E-S dot com. Blue Blue okay. Cares. Com. Let's talk at the rate BlueCares.com. All right. Fine. So, thank you for sharing that. And uh, what message you would specifically want to give to the women out there and also a specific message to the men out there?
0: Uh, For the women out there, I would just like to say, if you have something in your heart, don't just kill it. Give yourself a chance. At least at the later stage in your life, you won't regret that. I didn't like uh, my parents. My mother would at times say, I couldn't do that because you were small and I got married at a younger age. Those excuses will not do in this generation anymore. Please give yourself a chance. Even if you fail, at least you can, in your 60s or 70s, at least say that. I attempted. And I gave my best. For the men out there, I have just once word: Please take care of your partners.
1: They deserve more. That's beautiful. I hope people who are listening understand it in a much deeper meaning. So if Komal, uh, not an entrepreneur, then what would Komal be?
0: I don't think so. I could have ever been anything else. I come from a business family. So had I not started my own company, I would have grabbed my father's company and would have been doing
1: that, running that. Okay. Okay. That's a wise answer. All right. So have you written your book, like a book on your experience, on your journey or to spread this message out there? Uh, no. Right, so? Uh,
0: no, never got a chance and right now I don't think so I would have that kind of a capability to do it because I'm more focused on making the blue reach and my kids also like I've asked them for a one year at least to let me establish it and then I need to focus on them as well.
1: All right, got it. So uh, one last thing. So yeah so uh, komal how can our listeners connect with you
0: on our website www.bluecares.com so you can just drop an email with the subject line attention or addressing to
1: komal and you will get a response for there all right bluecares.com yeah all right great and another most important thing so where can our listeners buy the condoms of your company, the organic condoms, basically. Well, yeah, I
0: would be thankful if there are men who are thinking it to buy for their partners or even for their own infection reasons, which of course, certain condoms do cause to the men as well. I should not be just pointing it out to the women, for the men and for the women, those who are again buying it for themselves. I'm again thankful that you're thinking about your own body and it's time that you must think about it in a sustainable way. I would also like to point it out that the condoms that we procure are being procured in a sustainable fashion where from the procurement of the latex till the delivery, everything in that we have reduced the plastic, there is no plastic usage, just to make you more aware about it, there's no plastic, one time plastic cover. The for uh, the forest with which we draw the latex is again sustainably uh, accredited forest where the wages of the workers are being given and there is no uh, uh, where the wages of the worker are given in a fair manner and there is no child labour involved. In the packaging, we have a lot of more women empowerment and women employment because this being a woman co- founded fund, uh, founder company, so of course women are promoted more. And lastly, for the this thing of the packaging we have used biodegradable uh, paper material which can just decompose it's a paper and which can be recyclable and there is no plastic or anything that has been involved so that's all about it if you wish to buy you can always go on to our website www.bluecares.com and here's a picture of the box that i
1: was talking about Okay, so it contains eight condoms that's written on the packet and that is the box. Okay. Superb. So, Komal, first of all, I would like to congratulate you on your boldness, on your determination, on your dedication and the way you took stand, not just for yourself, for all the women out there and you made something really deep mark in the society which is definitely helping lots of women out there. And uh, I hope lots and lots of people listen to this and they not just in terms of pleasure or enjoyment, but on the very serious note to take care of their health, they actually start considering it seriously enough.
0: Yes, please stop considering condom as a pleasure enhancing product. It is
1: not. It's a health product. Oh, That's a very good thing. That's a, it's a health product. Just like medicines, you need to yes. actually think of it as seriously.
0: Yes.
1: And uh, I hope that your company grows a big time and it helps a lot of people out there. Thank- so thank you so much, Komal, for coming to my show and being so candid and sharing all your experiences and all your stories, everything. So thank you so much once again. Thank you for calling me, Zandabda. Thanks a lot. Bye. So that was Komal Balwa, a human being who is not just intensifying humanity, but doing everything possible to break the myths and raising awareness about such sensitive issues in our society. I hope you found this episode inspirational.